There's a calm before the storm as Octavia and Carhoon ride towards the Moirian Navy. What dangers lie ahead? Is the road before them fraught with peril? Or will it all be smooth sailing? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. Hello. Hello. Well, welcome back to the show. This is the show. Well, it's not the show yet. It's not the part of the show we call the show. What part do we call this show? I mean, what part of the thing do we call this? This is the pre-show. Ah. Right? I don't know. Because this is not, as as I've said before, we start the part of the show I call the show after we finish with the, the stuff we talk about up top. That I'm sure most people, they probably just tune in for the first like 10 minutes of us and then just tune out for the rest of it. It's kind of like a mini podcast within a podcast. <laughs> a day in the life of the Gamble Jarvis. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but uh, it was it was my birthday recently. It was. And uh, so I, I think we've mentioned this show, Forged and Fire, on air a few times. If you haven't watched it, it's on the History Channel. It's delightful. It's uh, a knife-making competition where four people have to make knives out of usually some sort of weird material or to some weird specification and in it in a time constraint and then you know they're judged on it and two people move forward and make a cool weapon from from history i think like i i discovered this show because i was ridden with horrible food poisoning oh right and i was up all night hucking my guts out and so Gross. I woke up in the morning, you know, well, uh, you know, you know, what food poisoning is, unfortunately, it's not, it's not very pretty. I know you could have just said that you had food poisoning and everyone well, listening would have been able to conjure the mental picture. The context matters. So I, I had bad food poisoning and I woke up. Well, I didn't really wake up because I barely got any sleep. I got maybe like an hour of sleep during the whole night because it, it onset like right as I was going to bed at like 10 o'clock. I was getting ready for bed, felt the, felt the rumble and the tumble and things went downhill from there. But so, so the next morning I had, I had crawled up. I, I, you had, you had gone upstairs, I think, because I kept getting up. I had really mm-hmm. terrible, like shivers for yeah, you were a trembling. couple hours. Like I was shaking the whole bed. Yeah. And then I kept getting up every couple minutes to make my way to the restroom for various purposes. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Gwyneth went upstairs to sleep on the couch. So she, cause she still had to work. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I still have to go to work the next morning. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I technically i was in grad school at the time so i got up in the morning kind of crawled up the stairs because i had like zero sleep i was getting dehydrated i had no food in my my body so i was getting fatigued crawl up the stairs send a quick email to my boss being like i have a voice need i can't do anything today <laughs> and then you know i flumped down on the couch and the first thing i watched was the phantom menace and i don't you could, you could call it food poisoning delirium 
But for some reason, uh, food poisoning me just really wanted to watch The Phantom Menace. I think <laughs> I think it's because I wanted to watch a movie that I would superficially kind of enjoy, but I wasn't going to get too invested in because I was going to be, you know, drifting in and out. Mm-hmm. So I watched The Phantom Menace. And after that was over, it's it, maybe it's better when you're like half delirious. I don't know. But anyway, after that, I was looking for shows and I stumbled upon Fortune Fire on Hulu. And I must have binged like six or seven episodes that day because mm-hmm. it was just great. I could pay some attention. I could pay not attention. I think the first one I watched, they made like a bit. I think it was like the the Claymore episode, this big Scottish Claymore. And one of the tests they did at the end was they went out to a shooting range and they set up a pistol and they shot a bullet at the sword, like at the edge to see if the sword could slice the bullet in half. Oh, it was awesome. I was hooked. This is so cool. But ever since then, we have, the, the two of us, I introduced the show to Gwyneth shortly afterwards, and the two of us have been watching it and enjoying it, mm-hmm. and we've both been like, it would be really fun to, you know, try to find a Smith place and, you know, make something, pre- preferably, a, you know, a knife, because knives are cool, but really <laughs> just like get out there and beat on some metal and see what we could do. So for my birthday, all of this to say, uh, Gwyneth took me to a, a local forge for mm-hmm. some intro blacksmithing classes, and it was a ton of fun. We made a little railroad spike bottle openers mm-hmm. and they worked out pretty well the they first attempt did. i did break the top of my bottle and punctured my thumb yes it wasn't bad but i was bleeding and so yeah. that was kind of embarrassing but it did open the bottle it did serve its purpose it just opened a bit too zealously <laughs> it was a very Took some of the bottle with it it was very excited to do its job it was an intern on its first day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that was that was a lot of of a lot of fun it was so that's that's what i've been doing we swung some hammers heated up some metal beat on things twisted around it was cool it was really cool it was super cool so now i'm i'm trying to figure out how to you know make that work in our space because unfortunately we don't have like a garage or a driveway or a shed or anything and you know yeah. working with those kind of temperatures is dangerous in a house yeah you, can't, you cannot do that that would not be ideal to start in our basement <laughs> right so uh yeah all that, all that to say uh if you haven't watched forge and fire please do and if you have the opportunity to go take a blacksmithing class do it it's a lot of fun yeah and if you're in the pittsburgh area go check out the barefoot, barefoot forge. forge that's yeah that's where we took it also on on the advice of our instructor who was uh a this guy knew knew a lot, took us through the history of anvils and vices and all sorts of stuff and men, many other things. Too. Um, <laughs> it was very, it was entertaining. It was very entertaining. <laughs> for, multi- uh, yeah, for, for everything, all encompassing. But uh, if any of our listeners have an anvil. Hit us up. Please DM us. This is not a joke. And this is indeed not a joke. This is not a joke. If you have an anvil kicking around your basement or your mom, dad, aunt, uncle, whatever has one they want to get rid of, hit us up. Yeah. If you're within driving distance, maybe we'll come down and take it off your hands. Yeah. You might even get some money out of it. Mm-hmm. So. See us in person. Yeah. What? Meet 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 your heroes, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> your entertainment podcasting heroes. Mm-hmm. Clearly, we make the best podcast on the internet, so. Right. Who wouldn't want to meet us? Seriously. Look, look at this great conversation you could have. Look at us. Yeah. You could talk about birthdays and forging fire blacksmithing classes and yeah foods and pizza Pizza. and all 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 those crazy things but that's what we did it was fun so i got a bit of got to got to get out there do Mm -hmm. some stuff that's it that's it i just wanted to inform you about that it's not particularly funny or enthralling (laughs) but i had a good time well i'm glad i did i did injure myself 
It was kind of embarrassing, but oh. we, we managed to do everything else pretty well. Mm-hmm. Our, our bottle openers now all function. They work. Mm-hmm. We weren't as bad as some of the other customers this guy told us about, mm-hmm. so that's good. Mm-hmm. There was a Rob, not to name <laughs> drop, but Rob, if you're out there, you know what you did. <laughs> you know. Yeah, because the because the owner instructor was like, you got you know you guys are doing really well. And at first, I wasn't sure if you know he was just being nice because we're new and being encouraging and stuff. And I'm sure that was part of it. But as it went on, and he kept being like, you guys are actually like pretty good. And I was like, I think he's being serious because we actually have like some modicum of ability yeah. and and hand eye coordination and dexterity and things like that. Yeah. So it, it was, was really fun. It was a blast. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. have the opportunity, go do it. Yeah, for sure. Get out there. Swing a hammer. If you suck at it, that's okay. You'll have fun. Yeah. If you're good at it, that's okay, too. You'll still probably have fun. <laughs> you might have more fun, but you'll say, have fun regardless. If you're not, if you are good at it, you won't have fun. <laughs> you won't have fun. It'll be a chore. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. We also feasted for your birthday. Yeah. ate a lot of food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of food. It was good food. I ate a lot of food. Go go through. A quick uh, we 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 talk about food so much. We don't need to. We don't need to relive this because then it's just going to be a shopping list, and everyone's going to get jealous of me, and I don't want that. <laughs> so suffice to say, we had many foods and much cake and mm-hmm. all all of the good things. Of course, uh, Gwyneth did happen to get me many food related things, which Indeed. thinking back is like all of these all of these gifts you've given me are tools to make you food. <laughs> so. Is that really a gift? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> She's just in it for herself. <laughs> but anyway, that's it. It was my birthday. Mm-hmm. I yeah, went out and made hero. some stuff. It was it was a lot of fun. I, I didn't get any blisters. I didn't have carpal tunnel. Mm-hmm. Just got a piece of glass in my thumb. Right in the tip of my thumb. Didn't burn myself. Yeah. It was great. It's great. Later the later that same day that we went forging, I did some crafts making with some friends and we were using hot glue guns and everything. And I burned myself definitely much more with the hot glue than I did forging earlier in the day, mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. So I probably was less careful with the glue gun though than I was with literally burning hot metal well so. it's, it's a little bit easier to be lax when you can't see like flames shooting out of a box and you yeah know, iron spike glowing cherry red yeah that's really cool yeah 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 no middle, middle school mm-hmm. it was fun but you know who else likes forging people in this fantasy world where all of their tools and weapons are made out of metal. Uh, so, seg- segue, segue. <laughs> Carhoon has a nicely forged axe that probably took some nice smith a long time mm-hmm. to make. Octavia has a stick. <laughs> I know. So. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, let's go into this world where we've all both forged multidimensional characters into existence. There you go. That's a stretch. Hey, come on. That's a stretch. Come on. No. Mm. Nope. Not, not giving you that one. <laughs> I was trying. You I was trying. trying. Try harder. No, no. All right. Um, so we come back to the story, to the game, to the process we are in. You and Carhoon are atop your mighty steeds, Maud and Daisy. The fearsome <laughs> Maud. 
and Daisy. You are traveling south and east to meet up with the naval forces of the Moerian, the free peoples of Moerian army uh, that will shortly be sailing further up the river into Lake Ansel itself to assail this uh, occupied town from the beaches while the army surrounds the walls. You have just left the little riverside town of Arkin's Crossing on instruction after having a very enlightening conversation with the orc commander Gramouth, Iron Eyes, getting some useful information out of him. And, uh, yeah, you have been directed to go to a rendezvous point near this, uh, on the river Ansel, which leads up to the lake Ansel. And it will be a a several-day journey to get there, and by the time you get there, the army should be approaching their position, and you will just have to get some some further instructions and wait for the signal to move in. So, you and Carhoon trotting along. As you're moving south and east, you're kind of skirting the edges of the Bone Splinter Bog, which occupies the lower portion like southwest of of the continent so you're kind of skirting around that you've got some plains off to your to your east the swamp off to your to your west the ground is still a bit uh wet and it's kind of humid around but you know the further east you get the the more you will kind of leave that behind so i'll ask you as you are making this this trek you left uh kind of mid-afternoon so you can make a couple hours of progress before you have to stop for the night if you are doing any particular things, having any particular conversations, or just kind of riding in silence. I mean, I think we'll probably ride in silence. It's been a kind of busy couple of days. You know, we had a pretty big fight um, earlier this morning. Uh, You know, kind of a lot is going on, so I feel like at least for the remainder of that day... We'll probably be kind of kind of beat and kind of quiet always makes for great radio <laughs> we will be traveling for several days yeah yeah plenty yeah. of days for conversation but you know hey do you do you say anything no nothing you know oh okay this was your opportunity to you know do whatever you want Bob. okay all right moving on <laughs> hey now <laughs> just saying <laughs> Just saying. Um, yeah, so you guys clip-clop, trop-trop across uh, this this area, leaving the town far in the uh, behind you, the sounds of the army making itself ready and starting to move out. Trail far behind you. Eventually, Karhud is going to say something if you're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're trotting along. He's just like... So I know we haven't had a ton of uh, time to really debrief after everything that happened, but you spent the better part of, what, a day or two with Craig before before you guys came back, right? I, I guess, yeah. Time was a little funny. funny. Yeah. Mm. Well, I, I guess we should ask before uh, maybe it gets... To a point where the information might be necessary, but now that apparently he's our enemy again, did you learn anything about him? Any weaknesses that we could exploit? Did I not give Carhoon the lowdown? After? You did, but 
you didn't have a ton of time oh, okay. that was off air so i'm just trying to you know have a conversation okay. for this radio show <laughs> that we do to keep people interested all right <laughs> I was just double checking. To make you you sure gave that him the low, the you know, the lowdown of of you know what occurred, but you know things were kind of rushed, and you kind of went from waking up to being shunted off mm-hmm. to to war mm-hmm. in like a day. So there hasn't been a ton of time for for conversation. Yeah, it's just like any any insights, any idiosyncrasies. Like, does he have a weird aversion to I don't know. Uh, you know, large birds of prey, or is he afraid of like mice or rats or something? Does he have a weakness to sunlight? Is he allergic to peanuts? Uh, I don't think he's a vampire or or allergic to peanuts, unfortunately. So uh, he he fights predominantly with the sword, mm-hmm. and it's it's you know kind of like how Jasulka is is always very cold. The um, you know, the sword's hot, it's flamey, um, and then he has... Flamey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That technical term. Of course, of And course. then he has, you know... Uh, this is why I ask these things. That's important information. <laughs> um, and then he has, you know, the, the shield. Um, of, Do you know what the shield does? So, I don't think he actually unslung it from his back. He, you know, well, he was using it. Was he using it? Okay. Um, it just seemed to make him hard to hit like a shield does hmm. i didn't really see it do anything like you know that, that the belt can do or the staff can do um i'm sure it i'm sure it does something okay. um, but i wasn't able to see that um let's see he can't fly so that's helpful okay that's good to know um Let's see. But, of course, we know he has some wyverns, so he can ride things that fly. Sure, sure. Um, but if you, you know, knock him off the wyvern, he wouldn't be able to stop himself. He doesn't seem like he can really do magic besides mm-hmm. the artifacts. Um, so, you know, that's something to keep in mind. I mean, he's very strong. Um, I mean, he's he's kind of like you, you know, very, very strong, uh, very good martial fighter. But as far as particular weaknesses, he didn't really exhibit any physically. Hmm. And now that he's repossessed, I'm not sure he might have additional abilities that are kind of being, you know, channeled through him. Maybe mm-hmm. um, that I don't I'm, that I'm not even privy to because I mean I don't I just don't know because he's mm-hmm. not the same. True. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so as far as thinking long-term of that strategy of, you know, getting to Grundakov, I'm thinking that maybe the best course of action is to try to get through that palace up at the top, because it seems like there are a lot fewer guards up there, um, and they maybe wouldn't be expecting a force to be coming from above. Mm-hmm. Um, And then maybe, I mean, maybe we could get the Grot to help us, you know, navigate the mountains. Hmm. And maybe, and maybe they'd be willing to join forces with us too, kind of for one final hurrah type of thing. Maybe. And then they could also assault from the top. They could come with us through the palace so that it's not just, you know, you and me coming from above. And then the, the, our forces then coming from below as well. Kind of a pincer movement. Hmm. 
Maybe. Well, keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. That's my current thought. But yeah, I mean, going, I mean, I'm going to have to go toe to toe with him. Probably at some point. Yeah. yeah. So. I'll just be, just be thinking about it. It's probably best to have a plan. Yeah. Right. I don't know. No. Yeah. And, and, and even just thinking of ways of, of, of fighting him because, you know, Fulmis and Jusulkra and Akrila, they, you know, they make me, you know, less hurt by hurt by ice and, and lightning and things like that. And so I would only mm. assume that he has some of those, you know, similar, uh, you know, invulnerability type of things. Because, I mean, if you're swinging a f- sword that goes on fire, it's probably best. A flamey sword. A flamey sword. You flamey know, sword. TM. Uh, it's probably best if you're a bit, you know, fire resistant. So probably. thinking of, you know. That makes sense to me. Flaming him up, that's probably not, you know, the best mm-hmm. the best call. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if we can find some sort of fire resistance for you and me, that would also be a way to, sure not, it's not a weakness of his, but a way to maybe um, bypass some of his abilities then as well. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, just checking in, mm-hmm. you know, you know. What about this... Uh, this next one, I'm. I could. I. I must say, I'm not terribly eager to uh, get on a boat again after our last yeah. few experiences on a boat. Well, but I mean, hey, at least we're on the same plane in a boat that's hopefully in decent shape. Hopefully. I mean, the the boats that we saw in the navy when we landed, you know, the yard, they seemed okay. Yeah, they seemed fine, but I mean, they're still boats. Yeah. Well, I am. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a, a mountain elf. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's not the most you know, it's not a raging river. It it'll be a you know okayish okayish ride and we're not going out in the open seas. Well true, but you never know what's happening. That's true. I mean you never know what can happen anywhere, I feel like at this point. Yeah. I mean some great beast could pop out. Of the ground, a mountain could start moving, and it's a creature. And I mean, I'd be surprised, but I'd also at the same time not be that surprised. All things considered, it's a pretty crazy world. It's huh? yeah, a lot is just kind of popping out of the woodwork. Hmm. So, well, let's hope we don't have to deal with that. I mean, yeah, I don't really know what I would do against a mountain. <laughs> right. I mean, hopefully the mountain would be friendly. Hopefully, or Maybe. at least neutral. I mean, I don't know. Mountains are. I don't know. It depends on. Depends on the mountain, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The philosophy of mountains. <laughs> and the, their personalities. Let's just uh, hope we, we don't have to deal with it. Yeah. Oh, All right. I, think. I mean, we might have to deal with dragon turtles, though. Maybe. <sighs> hey. That was not fun last time. No. So, I mean, they were in the bay by Elystria. And so, I don't know if they would be small enough for the lake, because mm. the bay was obviously a lot, lot bigger. True. Um, but, you I know. mean, it's a pretty big lake. True, yeah. So, that is something to keep an eye out, actually, that we should let... I'm sure the, you know, the person, the captain who's in charge has already thought of that, but we should kind of remind them of that mm. if they haven't thought of it. Wonderful. Wonderful. Right. Yeah. Um, 
the other thing. Have you... You know, this is kind of the last... The last shot here. Um, what are you... What are you gonna do with... These, uh... These things, once this is over, and... I know we found that... That dragon's body down there. And I think he's been harassing you about that for the past, like, 60 episodes or something. Yeah. Do you th- I, I don't know. Do you think that might be worth it? I mean, I think we're, we're kind of outgunned here. And I don't trust that. I haven't even talked to that dragon. He wouldn't talk to me. But desperate times and all that? I don't know. What are, you, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm not... I mean, I'm not sure. Um, you feel someone just kind of like hiding in the back of your right. consciousness, being like, "Oh, yeah, you do tell." Um, I mean, I did make, as far as you know, Jusulka goes. I, I did make a deal with him, mm-hmm. um, and and I don't know. I mean, they've been alone for a really, really long time, yeah. and and maybe that's enough to have made them change or you know maybe that was punishment enough and maybe I don't know I don't know well I'm I'm saying in the I guess that's good to think about but like do you think having a dragon on our side might be the the, the the thing that we need to like turn the tables. Oh 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 like oh okay oh like now type of thing as opposed yeah. to down the road. Well, oh, I mean, sure, down the okay, road, yeah. like uh, you know, are you just gonna keep these forever? Or uh, okay. oh, but, I see what you mean. But also, like, it, that's true. There hasn't been a dragon like physically here for a long time, and it might be, you know. If, dragons versus wyverns i'm gonna i'm gonna take the dragon side yeah no, oh for sure i mean especially if it's just Sulka, if you tear those creatures apart i feel bad for them almost um no that's a that's a good point um we'll see how lake ansel goes hmm. maybe um i mean i guess uh Jisulka, can i ask you a quick question Anytime. How long would it take you for you to like get back into your body? Oh, it's a very short process. Okay, so I we could kind of like just pop, and you would just pop back in. You, yeah, I mean, you basically just have to thaw my body out, which is again a pretty quick process, and then uh, put the ring on my finger, and the rest should take care of itself. Okay. So I mean. How long will your body be okay not th- after it's thawed? As long as it takes a body to decompose. Okay. okay. Unless you cast gentle repose or something like that. That's effectively what the chamber does. Oh, okay. It keeps me in pristine, uh, non-decomposed form. Okay. Well, that's good to know. It, I could greatly help you in, like, Ansel, I believe. We do have that knoll to face, which I've faced before. Mm-hmm. That's true. But would that be tipping our hand too soon? Would it be better when we're assaulting Grundikov? I don't know what Craig uh, could do on such short notice, whether he has uh, intelligence about a dragon or not. 
That's true. That is also very true. <laughs> and and you don't none of your siblings was doing anything like this, right? They didn't have Oh, I doubt they had the capacity to do something like this. If they did, that would be uh, that would be most surprising. You would be able to cast, you know, use magic and everything in your like humanoid form, right? Oh, absolutely. So you could, you know, pass as a you know, wizard or something before revealing that you you're a dragon. Really. Oh, for definitely. I I in my later days I much preferred that form actually. Okay. Something about the uh, opposable thumbs was just. It's very it's very it handy. handy. It is doorknobs and everything. And you know, it's hard to make a nice tailored suit for a for a giant lizard. I, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Would you? Do you put your pants on all four of your legs? Well, the problem is you don't really two? wear pants at all. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, that in itself has its own advantages. I mean, you're... you're it's very comfortable, but notably are, less dapper. I mean, your scales are, I'm sure, will be are glorious just in and of themselves. I can really only imagine. Well... You could find out. That's true. I've been trying to get you to find out for quite some time, and mm-hmm. I've been very cooperative. You have been, and I really, really appreciate it. Karun waves his hand in your face. Hey, you, you still with me? Oh, yeah. Ooh, sorry. Uh, uh, so I was just asking Jusulka how long it would take for him to get back into his body, um, and it wouldn't really take that long. And then he could also, you know, be in that humanoid form for a while before revealing that he's a dragon. Yeah, so, that you sounds know, cool. As opposed to, you know, could just pop out of the ranks and it's a dragon. Per- perhaps, I'm not telling you, I just think about it. We might we might need it. Yeah. And uh, what about the box full of zombies we have? Like, should we, should we destroy them? Yeah. Probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't deny, you know, we could kill two birds, one stone. You know, we needed extra cannon fodder, you know. Oh, wow. Carhoon, you're... Okay, uh... Hey, don't forget that I'm the one who delved too too deep into dark secrets and turned an entire city into werewolves, and yes, I'd like to... That's true. ...not repeat those mistakes. (gasps) So... What? Definitely, we shouldn't do anything rash, but I mean, they're already... I know. And I mean, it's just the sheer numbers, because that's what, um, you know, Iron Eyes was really just saying that, like, there are just so many of them. There's there's definitely a lot. And, you know, I'm skilled, you're skilled, but I mean, if each of us are being confronted by 50 kobolds and 50 goblins and 50 grungs all at the same time, I mean, there's only so much that we could do. Those stupid frog (laughs) They're really adorable. They took my backpack. Well, we got it back. Yeah, but still, they, they got it in the first place. I know. It's kind of embarrassing for you. You know, we've already been over this. <laughs> we don't need to revisit that. What if we do something like go through the palace with the grot, secret the box full of zombies into that big holding area that I was able to see where all of the armies are gathering and then just like drop the box in there and then all the zombies crawl out. Look, I'm... I'm just saying, these are things to consider, and, you know, war is war. Yeah. At this point, we kind of need whatever advantage we can get. That's true. Well, if if that is 
something that you think you could do and not feel weird about, go for it. But again, coming from the person who turned an entire, cursed an entire city for uh, sticking my nose where it shouldn't be. You know, I'm not advocating for any of these. I'm just kind of pointing out the resources and it would be better to think about these things now while we have the time than to be uh, stuck with our back against the walls and have to make a rash decision. No, that makes sense. And that's a, and that is a good call because, you know, I really wanted to use wait for anything like that for a last resort. And I mean, it's coming down to the wire. It's, We're getting on to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, consider, consider it. I will. I will. But, yeah. yeah, just, you know. I wonder if Jusulka could just teleport that box into the middle of the thing. He might be able to if he's half as if he's, much as he seems to think yeah. he is. And I mean, from seeing the things he's made, I he's arrogant, but I don't think he's overstating his oh, abilities. Yeah, no, he's, that's uh, it's pretty impressive what we've yeah, got down there. it's amazing. Well, okay. sleep on it. Yeah. Which, speaking of sleep, sun's going down. We should probably find a place to rest. Perfect. Sounds good. So the sun is, is going down. What do you do? Um, we will, you know, kind of, I guess we have swamps to one side and plains to the other. So we'll try to find, you know, the most defensible position we can. Maybe there's a cop's trees, a little hummock, something along those lines where we can uh, bed down. Roll me a survival check. Natural 20. 26. All right. You find a nice little, yeah, little group of like pine trees sticking out on the plains. The swamp is off to your, to your west and you're still a couple days out from the river, but you're on to more like rolling plains with a couple little uh, bits of, of overgrowth and, and trees and whatnot scattered across it. So you and Carhoon uh, make for there as the sun goes down, tie your horses up, feed them, water them. And start uh, making a camp. Awesome. Doing anything else? I mean, we'll probably, you know, break out some hardtack type of thing. But I think Octavia will be like, we probably shouldn't light a fire just because, you know, I don't really want to draw attention to us. Because we already know that there are spies everywhere and especially that they can fly around. They could see, you know, have a greater vantage point. True. So I'd say let's, you know, alternate watch um, and just try to get as much rest as we can. Okay. Who do you want to take first watch? I mean, I can. It it doesn't really matter to me. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. So you guys eat some stuff, Mm -hmm. make a little bedding, and Mm -hmm. Carhoon lays down, starts to take a nap. You take first watch. This is when I wish that I had prepared heat metal so that we could I could just like hold a mug in my hand of like coffee and just like heat the water and the grounds up in my hand so that we could still have like hot hot things. Hot beverages. Hot beverages. Hot beverages. Um okay. So during your watch, uh you the the sun goes down, the moon comes up, the stars fill the sky. It's relatively quiet. You hear the chirping of crickets off and about you hear the scuttling of little uh, woodland creatures some rabbits hopping across the plains and whatnot uh roll me a perception check already 
Natty 17 for a 27. Okay, okay. My passive perception is 20. Making some rolls, making some rolls, rolling, 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 some rolls. Maybe they don't mean anything. Who's to say? <laughs> uh, you keep a pretty keen eye out. Keep your ears out. But you don't notice any funny business. Okay. After a few hours, you know, get to, to the midnight, as they call you. Go over and scrounge up Carhoon. Mm-hmm. Wake him up, roll him up, and you take your nap. Sounds good. Uh, Carhoon wakes up, brushes the sleep out of his eyes, sits against one of these trees, and have Carhoon roll a perception check. Alrighty. Also a natural 20 for a 24. For a 24? 24. 24. Uh, Carhoon's looking around, keeping his keeping his ears out. Carhoon has dark vision, right? Because he's an elf. He an elf. Yes. Yeah, he sees. Uh, so he's, he's looking around, and he... Uh, doesn't see anything, but he hears a little bit of a of a kind of a slipping, like a little rustling of grass mm. off off and about. It's very subtle. It's very quiet. I mean, he'd probably like wake Octavia up if it's enough to be concerning. Yeah, he'll he'll wake Octavia up. Don't matter again. Well, I mean, if, like, it would it be something like he'd think it's an animal or? Yeah, it's hard to tell. He could wake you up. He could investigate. He could ignore it. I mean, I don't think he'll ignore it because he's specifically on watch. Maybe it's just a deer. Um, Maybe I was just rolling for a deer. You could could have been. I could have been. Now that he's heard it, can he specifically listen to try to identify it? Mm-hmm. Or, or try to identify its size? Like, does it sound like a bunny moving It sounds or like something or... bigger than, like, a rabbit. Okay. But it's also very subtle. Is it moving towards him? Can he tell? Um, generally speaking. Okay. Um, and he can't see anything. Does not see anything. Yeah, I guess he would, um, you know, get up, maybe go to the edge of the copse of trees... And take a look. Okay. Stands up, wanders over. Give me another perception check. Let's see. That is a 17. So he gets up and he walks out and looks off towards the uh, the east. And he sees like a little rustling in the tall grasses. And as he stands up and kind of looks in that direction, it stops. Okay. Very subtle. I feel like if an animal had noticed that it was being noticed, it would run away. Like, you know, if I'm tromping around in my backyard and I see a deer, it sees that it, I see it, and I go towards it, you know, they bolt because they're scared of the bigger creatures. <laughs> but he didn't, it just stopped. It didn't, you know, run. Um, okay, so now he will wake up Octavia. Okay, he rustles you awake. Hey, get up. What, what's what's the scoop? Is- There's something weird going on. Okay. And she'll kind of, you know, like, uh, jolt to alertness um, and stand up and be like, is is there something here or is it like magical or what's the scoop? I don't know. I looked out over in that direction. He points towards where he, where he looked. 
There was just like a weird rustling of, of grass and then it kind of stopped when I when I looked in the area. Okay. And she'll walk over also to kind of the edge of the copse of the trees, you know, not staying, not getting far from Karun, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, having them both stay in close proximity to each other. And she will also try to see what she can see. Sure. Natural 19 for a 29. Got a loaded dice. <laughs> uh, you look out and all is still. Okay. You see nothing. I guess Octavia will kind of be like, in a in a, like a stage whisper, be like, we know you're out there. We've seen you. So if you're wanting to come on closer to us, show yourself. You wait for a moment. Two moments. Three moments. Nothing. No could response. I, I could do a pers- no movement. Could I do a persuasion? No. Okay. How far away did Carhoon see the wrestling stop? Um, like 50, 60 feet. Okay. From like the edge of the little cups. Okay. Um, Octavia will look at Carhoon and be like, should we like throw something out there? Because maybe if it was just a wild animal, that would, you know, kind of startle it and and make it do do whatever you scatter. think is right um can, can you can how far could you throw something i mean pretty far probably yeah okay so she'll kind of like scrounge around and find a you know rock <laughs> type <laughs> of thing rock the size of a small rock um and have carhoon like throw it towards where he saw the rustling stop again <laughs> trying to see like if it's just a wild animal to try to get it to to, to scatter yep, or yep. roll a dexterity check for Karin. Ooh, natural two for four. Uh, he hacks it and it it goes reasonably far, but it doesn't land like on the spot where he he had seen stuff. It lands nearby. Uh, you don't see any reaction. There's no rustling except for the soft breeze blowing through the grass. All is still. All right. Well. Octavia will be like, well, I didn't really want to make light, but maybe this will illuminate the situation. And she'll also pick up a pebble, cast light on it, and throw it also towards that spot. Okay. Roll me a dex- dexterity check. Fifteen. It lands nearish to the spot where Carhoon was pointing. Shines light. Bright. And get, uh, you know, you can see a little bit better. You can see in color now, and you look around, and you don't see anything. Okay. Oh, it's quiet. So, it's the worst. I mean, Octavia will be like, I mean, well, as an action, she'll undo light so that Swamp. they're no longer, you know, okay. a beacon for people yep. for people to find. She'll be like, maybe we go back and act for a little bit, like. Everything is normal, and I lie back down, and, you know, you pretend to just go back to watch, and, you know, then if something creeps up, we'll be prepared, and then even if, and then if it was a wild animal, after, you know, maybe half an hour, we can, you know, we can just continue our rest. Sure. So, yeah, so they'll kind of reassume their, you know, previous positions where he was on watch and where Octavia was sleeping (laughs) to kind of be like, we're asleep. (laughs) like kids who are like (laughs) reading under their bed and they hear their parents come up and they're like turn the flashlight off (laughs) alright 
Roll me a stealth check. Stealth. All right. Four. And have Cardone roll a perception. So me stealth and perception. Yeah, because you're pretending to sleep. Alrighty. <laughs> natural twenty. I kid you not. Natural twenty for Octavia. Twenty-one stealth. Oh my gosh. And then Carhoon's perception check. Fifteen. You feel like you're doing a very convincing job of staying asleep, or of looking asleep. Carhoon's like you're doing great. I can't even tell. You're awake, right? Uh, but he's looking. <laughs> he's looking out. Focusing, you know, on the area that he saw, but also kind of sweeping all directions. Nothing. Okay, well, I feel like we'll wait in this posture for, like, half an hour. You do so. Nothing. Okay. Octavia will be like... It's probably just a badger. Probably just a giant badger. Uh, Like a a deer, a boar, or something wandering across the plains. No big deal. Nothing to worry about, surely. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Octavia will be like, I don't want to be, you know, like, like a daisical, but I mean, I also really need to get some sleep. So I think I'm going to, you, you know, keep a watch if that's okay. And then I might try to get some actual shut eye. Okay. Yeah, I think if there was something out there, I don't know if it's still there or not. Yeah. It's just, yeah, keep me posted. Okay. And she'll try to fall back asleep. Okay. Carhoon keeps watch the rest of the night. Doesn't see anything. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. He shakes you awake in the morning. They say, get up. We should get moving. I didn't see anything. I need... Okay. It's probably... I mean, maybe my eyes were just playing tricks on me. I mean, there's little critters around here. Yeah, but I mean... it's just a weird breeze. Yeah. You never know. Okay, so she'll can she like walk over to that area now? Now that it's like bright, sure, and kind of look around. Are you looking for like signs of passage? Yeah, roll a survival check. Eight. You don't see anything. Okay, just looks like normal grassy plains. All right. Okay, you uh, saddle up, Maud and Daisy, break camp, have a little breakfast. And uh, start making your way onward. Mm-hmm. Any conversations you'd like to have today? Anything you're doing in particular besides just writing in silence? You think you've got, you know, one more day of this and then another day after and then you'll probably get to the river. Okay. So not, not too much longer. Day, Daisy and Maude are making good time. You guys are riding... Uh, uh, pretty pretty swiftly, and the the terrain is easy. So, so I mean, Carhoon, what do you what do mm-hmm. you think you're gonna do once all this is over? Oh man, I have no idea. I woof. I don't know. I've been doing this for a while now. I I don't know if I've thought about that. Right? Yeah. I mean, I still got a a curse I need to try to break. I think I owe all that much. So, if if I get out of this thing alive, I've got a lot of uh, reading, <laughs> a lot of studying to do, if if such a thing can be done to begin with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've been trying for a while, but maybe, I don't know, maybe your dragons can help me. Yeah. Maybe it can't be done, I don't know. But I've, I've got to, I've got to give it a shot, I guess. 
Would I know whether greater restoration would help? Does that cure lycanthropy? I, in D&D canon, it might, but... Because it, yeah, it cures one curse. This is a, this is a narrative yeah. a curse. So or, and, like, so strong. Like, I mean, I couldn't cure myself of my swampy skin. Yeah, you, you think perhaps if, like, one of these people who was cursed from being in the city bit like you mm-hmm. and infected you you might be able to cure it uh but you don't know if the the people who are are cursed from being in the presence of this mm-hmm. thing would be uh, able to be mm-hmm. fixed that way okay yeah that makes sense yeah i mean maybe maybe they could i mean as we know they're i mean they're so incredibly powerful in the states they currently are i mean imagine how powerful they'd be you know, out and about. I guess that depends on what you decide to do with them or what they decide to do. I don't know how any of this is going to work. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, we we have options with Jasulka, but I mean, as far as the other ones, they don't have vessels. Right. Maybe we could make some. I mean, Jasulka did, right? That's true. Oh, and I mean, maybe he could make some for each of them, too. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't Um, know. Yeah. I'd love to just, you know, retire on a beach, but I think I have some things that I need to try to do first. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll go back to Illustria to research? or? No, oh, I don't know. I, I don't really have a home necessarily right now. Yeah. So maybe, maybe I'll just, uh, you know, make a little hovel up in the mountains and... <laughs> Just live there. <laughs> I mean, you could live with the grot for a while. I'm I sure could, that. I could. I mean. Maybe I'll get Captain Slab to just take me to wherever he came from. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. The world that's, is my oyster. Yeah. There's. I feel like I could fit in. I, I mean, I just said I don't really like sailing. Right. But I, you know, those guys were okay. And I mean, I'm sure you'd get used to it. Yeah. Too. I if, mean. You know, if they. Maybe if they decide to not go their pirating ways again yeah which i think they were kind of over I at think, this point i think they kind of were but old habits die hard you that's know? true and at least you wouldn't be sailing in the plain of water i'd be a pretty you know. good pirate though i mean you would i'd be a great pirate i mean maybe i should be a pirate i mean you could pirate the bad guys could be a privateer but we don't really know about any other bad guys do we <laughs> i mean the other pirates that's true. I mean, if oh, Snab was a pirate, there's got to be other pirates, right? Oh, that's a good point. You could pirate the pirates. Could be a pirate pirate. Oh, that'd be cool. Like a Robin pirate. Robin Hood pirate. Maybe. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I'm just kind of focused on staying alive at this point. No, that makes sense. Get yeah. through the next couple of weeks. See what happens. I don't know. Maybe. maybe I don't know. I haven't, I haven't thought that far ahead. Yeah. I like to think of it every now and then because it kind of brings perspective and yeah. the the feeling that this could actually, you know, be over and be over in a good way and, you know, that not necessarily that things could go back to the way they were because I think, the, I mean, I think everything's irrevocably changed, but at least that things could move forward in a good way. Yeah. I could franchise the mushroom cloud. Good. Oh, that could be kind of cool. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. You know, let's get through this. 
I think we've both got some options. I mean, you're, heck, you're, you're buddy-buddy with the heads of state of <laughs> how much now? I mean, most of them. I mean, again, we live through this. You're going to be set. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to kind of hope to not have to be in charge or important <laughs> still. I mean, well, I mean, you might not. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Ooh. Yeah. As the great Uncle Ben said, great power, great responsibility, all that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to see. I mean, you could go with Captain Slab. I guess I could. I don't know. I kind of like this place. <laughs> go plain surfing. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'd had enough of other planes for now with all of the other ones that I've visited so far. This one's kind of my favorite. Has normal time. Yeah. Normal sky. True. You know. True. Pretty predictable. Yeah. yeah Days yeah. pass and go and That's true. I don't have to be like, oh, what month is it? Yeah. Or what direction am I traveling in and mm. why or why is it always dark? Yeah. You know. Fair, that kind fair, of thing. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I just don't... I don't know if you're going to be able to go back to being a humble shopkeeper when this is all said and done. I think I you, you said some things that are going to be irrevocably changed, and I think you're one of them. I think I'm one of them. I mean, do you think all... I mean, well... Like, Jasulka could... will be in his body. But I mean... Pre- presumably. Presumably. Do you think I'll have to keep Fulbis and Akrila? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they'll want to. Maybe you... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you'll... I mean, I don't know what else you can do with them right now. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about, like... But even without them, like, you're still a crazy angel person who pops wings and casts spells and whatnot. True, but I was like that before. Right, but now you're level, what? (laughs) 11, 12? Uh, 11, 12. 12? Yeah, you're, like, one of the strongest people on the face of the continent at this point. True. And me. We, we are. I mean, yeah. We, I mean, we make a pretty great pair. So I just... Yeah. You know, I think if we try to go back to our lives as they were, I think that people might uh, might not let us. I hadn't even... I don't know. I guess I hadn't thought of that angle of it. I just kept, you know, imagining a, a, a new and improved mushroom cloud. You know, I was thinking of some different teas that we could start incorporating... Uh, I hadn't really thought of the notoriety, almost, of it. Oh, yeah, if we if we win this thing and we survive, we're going to be household names. Oh. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, would probably do great things for your business, but... Oh, that's true. But, I mean, I kind of wanted to... I mean, I wanted to succeed and be successful, obviously, but I kind of don't mind it being kind of sleepy you know and well you better just think think about that yeah you know like when frodo came back he, <laughs> he couldn't do bag end for more than a couple of years and then he had to go off and you know hang out with the elves i mean illustria is not that far away <laughs> it's true, it's true. <laughs> no i guess i don't know man so it's Oof, that's a lot to think about well let's Let's get through this. Yeah, and take it one day at a time. 
And I think, you know, if if things do work out for us, we can take a little while, enjoy our uh, celebrity for a little bit. I guess, yeah. Kind of be nice not to have to be in charge. That's kind of what I don't want to have to be anymore. Well, yeah, I, I can... I can see that, but... Yeah. I mean, I guess if I'm running a business, I'd be in charge, but I mean, like, in charge, capital I, capital C, like, in charge of the world, you know? Oh, well. Like, if I make a bad business decision, that'd be bad for our quarter, but not for, you know, a quarter of people's lives. Well, just keep that in mind. I don't know. We... We might not be able to get what we want to do. Yeah. Who knows what's even going to happen, so... Yeah. Guess. Sleep on it. Yep. One day at a time. <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of like... Be like... <laughs> oh, man. Well, we should keep riding. Yeah. Current keeps trotting along. And you both keep uh, making making your way. About halfway, halfway through... But I think we're going to pick up there next episode. All right. Sounds good. It's, yeah. It's really coming to it. Getting down there. Man. Getting down to the wire. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, uh, you can check us out on social media. We are active on Twitter and Instagram. And we love hearing messages from everyone who listens about uh, things that you like about the show um, and things along those lines. Uh, We are still accepting critical hit and critical miss cards. I know we didn't have any combat today, but I have a feeling it will be coming up, you know. So you can submit those either through our website, memyspouseandadie.com, or uh, via email. And our email is memyspouseandadie at gmail.com. Excited to see what you guys submit. Catch y'all next week. <laughs>